Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Rolling along on a Thursday, getting ready for the Big 12 title game. And a guy that I've really started to enjoy following on Twitter, Eddie Radosevich joining us and uh, staff writer, videographer for uh, Sooner Scoop of the Rivals uh, Network. And, Eddie, I got to say, you're doing a good service for the Sooners because you're – you're, you kind of keep things light at a time when every, lots of panic, lots of angst, lots of bitterness. And uh, I think you give people uh, something to kind of, you know, laugh about occasionally. Because if not, Eddie, I mean, this this has been a pretty – this has been one of the uh, – I cannot remember a rougher time uh, in, the, uh, in, in the history of Oklahoma football. <laughs> hey, Matt, uh, what's going on? I appreciate it. <laughs> No, I mean, it, it is. And if you can't laugh at the situation that Oklahoma's been in, and, you know, basically I think there's some fans that would tell you over the last four or five months, really, since the season began, uh, I don't think that you have much of a sense of the humor. Uh, it's, it's been wild, uh, you know, since the last, I guess, five days since Oklahoma's uh, regular season got over, basically, uh, with the loss to uh, Oklahoma State up in Stillwater. It's been a whirlwind. And I think that there's a bunch of Oklahoma fans that, are obviously not used to uh, having the Big 12 championship week off, uh, and, and particularly <laughs> without a head coach. So it's been been rather interesting, and uh, you know, for a fan base that is usually pretty knowledgeable about uh, you know the happenings on a football field, they're ready to jump at anything right now. And uh, so it's been it's been fun, but at the same time, I think there's a, it's, it's it's been trying for a lot of people as well. I was looking at a picture of you here, and and man, you got some major hair going. Does uh, has has Gundy ever admired your mullet? I mean, I'm always kind of wondering if Gundy and even Lincoln Riley, if they and, and of course I've tried to uh, over the years do similar things to what you do I, uh, with my approach. And sometimes coaches love it, sometimes they don't quite appreciate it. Do Gundy and Riley have they? seem to uh, warm up to you over the years or what has your what has your relationship been like with those guys you know I don't see Mike a whole lot uh, you know obviously covering Oklahoma we don't get up mm-hmm. to uh, Stillwater too often it's just been for uh, Bedlam football games and things like that but uh, you know it, it, it's kind of interesting that you asked that because I think that that's kind of what a lot of people are feeling out with uh, Lincoln Riley just you know, I, I don't know if there's a whole lot of people that ever uh, got on the inside or the inner circle of uh, Lincoln Riley. And I think that, you know, I think that's why, while it was just shocking, surprising, blindsided uh, type feeling, uh, when the news breaks on Sunday, you kind of step back and you go, hmm, I don't know if anybody ever really truly knew this guy after seven years. Uh, you know, I, I think my colleagues in the media aren't, we're not too, uh, I guess depressed about him leaving just in terms of the access that we were given to the program mm. over the last five years. You know, Bob was really shut down. Oh, good. Eddie, I'm sorry. I hope you didn't. I was worried you went on and, yeah, you, uh, I was wor- I'm, I'm at a uh, University of Oklahoma Board of Regents meeting. I'm over here at the uh, Oklahoma <laughs> Health Science Center. I think we're being silenced. I think we're being, uh, I think we're being censored by the man right now is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly you say one what thing I about said. Lincoln Riley around here, and they get you going. Yeah, they have intercepted our call. Now you do have. <laughs> looks like you've uh, obtained a nice uh, picture of the Regents meeting. Now, I don't know if it's like Baylor. At Baylor, they have like too many Regents. 
There's like 35, and you can imagine when the whole scandal went down. That's just way too many people. And I read something about Miami today, and they said they had like 59. <laughs> they had 59 people like involved in God. trying to decide if – I mean, like, does it take that many people – to figure out that Manny Diaz might not be the greatest head coach. <laughs> like, I, I don't really no. think it. <laughs> but the uh, – what, what do we think the regents, though, are they – I mean, that's that's got to be an interesting process because I'm sure there are other things that they were going to need to talk about. But obviously this sure. has become – this has become line one with everybody. Um, what do you what do you think the sort of attitude is between the, the – among the power brokers of of the Sooners right now? Yeah, you know, I I, I think that there's a lot of, uh, I I think I would classify it as probably uh, guided anger. Uh, You know, I I think that there's a lot of people, uh, you know, whether it be uh, regents, whether it be administrators in Norman, uh, you know, I think you could even include Joe Castiglione, and you could definitely include Bob Stoops in the group that are a little bit uh, betrayed maybe. Uh, just as far as the way that things went down. Uh, and, you know, I, I think at, in saying that as well, that, you know, while there's some blame that lies at the feet of Lincoln Riley, I'm sure that there's some blame that lies at the feet of the athletic administration and, and, and being so blindsided by the news come Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that are connected with Oklahoma that feel like Lincoln Riley was handed a program that Bob Stoops has built for the last 20, 25 years. And, Um, you know, in a way, uh, you know, kind of tried to burn it down on the way out of town. And I think that there's a lot of people that feel like that, whether it be, uh, you know, not just the way that he he left in in taking some assistance and flipping a 2022 recruiting class and and, and the fallout that comes with that. But, uh, you know, I I think that they just feel like they were a little betrayed uh, by Lincoln and, and the way that he kind of turns his back on the university and, and, and not, not just the university, but turns his back on, uh, a guy in Bob Stoops that kind of mentored him over the last couple of years. You know, I think there's a lot of people that kind of kind of forget that, uh, you know, Lincoln took over from at Oklahoma when he was 32 years old, 32, 33 years old. He's only 38. He's still relatively young as a head coach. Uh, and I think that there's just a lot of people that were hurt by the way that everything went down. And I think they feel like it was a reflection and you know, maybe a kind of a little bit of a middle finger uh, towards Bob. Mm-hmm. So I, I know that he's pretty angry about the situation. Uh, you know, if, if you saw the, uh, the the press clippings and the, the press conference that they had on Monday, uh, you know, that's about as fired up as you're going to see Bob in a in a true public setting. Uh, you know, trying to rally his fan base and obviously uh, the rest of the university. So it's uh, again, it's it's been interesting, and I think for a lot of people too. Uh, just the fact that nobody has been through this, uh, you know, the, over at Sooner Scoop, they've been up and running for 20 years and outside of maybe having to find a defense coordinator here and there, uh, nobody's really covered a, uh, a coaching search, uh, at least on the football side of things. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think for a lot of people, just the unknown and the uncertainty, uh, you know, kind of eats at people. Eddie Radosevich of the Rivals Network covers OU uh, and does a great job on it on uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Are you telling me the uh, the Porter Moser search that did not generate quite this much activity? I mean, I the 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 the, uh, the feeling I get from watching I'm watching one of your videos right now of Moser at that OU game hopping up over some chairs. Don't, don't you almost feel like certain guys right now feel like they're trying to carry, like 
poor Caleb Williams is basically in charge of the future of Oklahoma, it seems. Your buddy Jason Kersey writing about that, like, well, they, yep. if they keep him, maybe we don't have to shut down the whole school. Um, and so no pressure at all for, for him. And then Moser, who may have acted like this anyway, but um, by the way, I've called him, this may be unfair, I have been referring to him as the cockiest coach in America. I just, something about the tight shirts and the reaction, and he may be the nicest, he may be the greatest guy ever, and I hope he is. But so far from afar, I've got him down as the cockiest coach, uh, at least in the Big 12. All right? Uh, I but I don't I uh, see that. Yeah. Miltoff yeah. may be a little bit more arrogant than, uh, yeah. than, than Porter, but, you know, we're still trying to kind of get used to and, and know Porter. And, you know, as far as being the nicest guy, I don't know if there's anybody that's ever going to replace Lon Kruger as the nicest mm. person that's ever stepped foot on the University of Oklahoma campus. He, uh, you know, they actually honored him at halftime of the game last night. And, uh, you know, Porter definitely brings a lot of energy. There is no doubt about that. What you see is what you get. He, uh, We've gone to a couple of his practices, and just the way that he coaches is a little bit more of an in-your-face style uses a little bit more colorful language than uh, than I ever heard of from Long Kruger in the 10 years that he was on the bench for Oklahoma. So um, it's kind of fun. It's a little bit different than what we were used to uh, as far as the Long Kruger era goes. And, uh, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of people that, you know, for the first time in, well, I guess, since the pre-pandemic years, uh, it felt like there was an atmosphere at the Lloyd Noble Center last night. And, uh, you know, I, I think that his energy has certainly caught on uh, through the campus. And, uh, getting a win over a top 15 Florida team last night was certainly kind of uh, what the doctor ordered just in terms yeah. of an Oklahoma fan base needing something to cheer for. So uh, it's been it's been pretty good. And, you know, I I think that's why when you get into like the coaching side of things and where Oklahoma's going to go with the, the football side, it's kind of interesting. I, I think that there's a there's a lot of reasons to think that they would turn to a Brent Venables uh, because it is so comfortable, because it is. Uh, you know, there is familiarity there with the uh, the Oklahoma fan base, with the Norman community. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we are today is just kind of – I think there's a lot of people that felt like it was going to be done by the end of the week. And yeah. now we're sitting here on Thursday evening and going, well, I guess we're kind of back to square one. But that's kind of how Joe Castiglione wants it. When he went out and got Porter Moses, there was nobody that thought he was going to be able to go up to uh, Chicago and get him. And it was because – uh, you know, I, I think that Indiana was already out there. Uh, he didn't leave at the opportunity or didn't leave Loyola at the opportunity to go to Bloomington. And I, I think that there was just a lot of people that didn't think it was possible. And I, I think that, you know, that's one of the reasons why you feel like, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in Norman that feel like, uh, you know, Joe Castiglione is going to go get somebody that, you know, is going to kind of rally everybody and, and bring a lot of stability, which, uh, you know, I think that football program and that office needs right now. Did it, did it seem like the Matt Rule name, and obviously that thing's kind of got shot down uh, now. Sure. But did, did that get folks stirred up a little bit? Uh, you know, obviously what he did at Baylor and then going to the NFL, um, he's, he seemingly has been a hot name for several years now. Did that kind of uh, wild card NFL-type name get people going? I mean, I think we've always thought the Cliff Kingsbury thing seemed a little out there because of uh, where Cliff is and the success he's having right now. But did the Matt Rule thing get people uh, going a little bit? Yeah, you know, I, 
hopefully Cliff Kingsbury is going to give uh, Adam Schefter a little bit of that cut of the new contract that he gets after he uh, <laughs> wraps up uh, getting coach of the year in the NFL and the, the runs that they're going to have with Kyler throughout the back end of the schedule in the playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, Matt Rule, I think, you know, if you hold Oklahoma fans, uh, you know, I, I think that you would go in 85, 90 percentile that would have said that would have been a dream scenario. Uh if they were able to get him, I think that there's a certain level of toughness that Oklahoma fans hope to get back into the Oklahoma program. I think there's a certain level of toughness that uh, even some of the assistant coaches that aren't going to make the trek out west with Lincoln Riley, whether it be a DeMarco Murray or a Joe John Finley or guys that are you know still in Norman for now. I think there's uh, some some decisions to be made ahead here in the next few days for a couple of those guys, but you know. I, they would have loved, uh, you know, that opportunity. I think that Brent Venables brings kind of the same thing. Dan Lanning even maybe uh, brings something in, in way of toughness back into the program that maybe I, some people feel like has been lost over the last, uh, you know, five years. And I think that maybe maybe it's a crutch, uh, maybe it's an excuse, but I think that when you look at the, you know, I guess the, the failures that Oklahoma's had in the college football playoff or coming up short, uh, and not playing for a national title, I think that people feel like it hasn't been because the uh, the program isn't tough enough. They haven't been able to play on the same level of, uh, you know, some of those upper, upper echelon teams in the SEC. And, uh, you know, as they make that move into the Southeastern Conference, I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of people that, it, that you know, ha- know the reality that they need to make that jump. They're going to have to make that jump or they could really be in a tough spot. So, it's it, it's kind of interesting as, uh, yeah. as they make this move into the SEC. I think Joe Castiglione knows that, uh, you know, they need to bring a toughness. They need to bring, uh, you know, somebody in that – and this hire is such a big hire that uh, they don't want to end up like in Nebraska and they don't want to look like, uh, you know, some of, the, uh, some of the teams that have made jumps into new conferences and then all of a sudden uh, fallen into mediocrity. And, you know, for Oklahoma fans, they went 10-2 and two this year and you would think that they went – you know, two and nine. So it's been interesting. Yeah. Well, listen, you're doing a great job. We appreciate it. And uh, my longtime Dallas buddy um, in in Dallas radio, Corby Davidson, he says very nice things about you and is a big fan of yours as well. So keep keep up the great work. And I hope at some point you guys get to rest a little bit. I've noticed uh, Barry Trammell, another longtime buddy of mine, I mean, Y'all's hair, y'all have not had time to go to the barber. His hair looked a little <laughs> strange, i got to be honest, uh, when he was at that Baylor game. So um, hopefully everybody can kind of get their lives back uh, uh, their lives back soon. So, uh, Eddie, thanks for doing this. Absolutely, Matt. We appreciate it anytime. It's been, you know, I would say that I don't – it's kind of like flagship. It's like something that you go through that you probably never want to do again. So might as well make the best of it. So we appreciate it, and we will uh, talk to you all later. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm only a Fiji once. I don't want to go back and try to redo that experience. Uh, hey, Perge, there, I'm a Fiji as well, so that's good. Hey, hey, Purge. Okay, uh, it is uh, Eddie Radosevich uh, from Rivals. I knew there was a reason we were going to hit it off. Uh, we are long-lost fraternity brothers. Uh, and uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. 